this is like the fifth time that I am starting this podcast episode because for some reason I just cannot put my thoughts into words today because I don't even know and I could already start this podcast episode over again right now do you see what I mean like I don't even know but I felt really really called to record a podcast episode today so for today's episode we are gonna talk about one of my all-time favorite topics when it comes to marketing and that is organic marketing so driving traffic to your brand to your products services funnels anything you're doing online without paying for it without the use of facebook ads instagram ads google ads none of that we are going to talk about really the eight best ways or like my best eight tips to drive traffic to your brand and business online for free so i have built my audience and my brand completely organically I have not done any paid ads so far. Not saying that I don't believe into in, into in the efficiency of those ads because I can tell from how other businesses are really seeing a lot of great success from ads. However, I still believe that there should always be a foundation, a basis of organic marketing traffic, and then you can use paid ads to really build on that. And I think it's so important to understand how to get free, organic, natural kind of traffic, sustainable traffic, right? To really best use paid ads then to, you know, kind of build on that if that makes sense and obviously when you are just starting out with building your audience you are still in the you know first stages of building your business often you don't also have the financial resources to really put a lot of money into paid ads and also I believe if you are still in the face of you know really discovering what it is that you want to be known for what it is that you want to do it is also quite hard to do good paid ads because with paid ads you really have to know like what is my like target audience and what do I have to do and whatever so I don't want you to just waste your money on like Facebook ads and to just pay Mark Zuckerberg for some stuff and then it doesn't really work. I want you to understand first how you can really leverage free traffic, which is really the most amazing thing about social media, right? Because so far it is free, so why not use it? So yeah, I'm really, really excited to talk about my eight best tips for organic marketing today and I really hope you guys are excited too. This is the Digital Diamonds podcast, helping your business shine bright online. I'm your host Laura and I'm a student entrepreneur and YouTuber. I help female entrepreneurs to create standout YouTube channels and show up with the most badass, confident version of themselves online. Let's get you the online visibility and attention that you need to build your own girlboss empire. All right, so my first tip for organic marketing, and I mean, you guys know I'm absolutely obsessed with that, and it is to have a bold personal brand. So when you really want to get organic free traffic on social media, you obviously have to stand out because there is already um, a lot of 
noise on social media. There are already a lot of people with, you know, large followings and already really established brands. So how do you really stand out and, you know, start getting that traffic as well for your content? And I truly, truly believe in the power of personal branding because... <clears throat> There is really the decline in trust online because people are aware of all the paid advertising and the product placements and the sponsorships. People, you know, are getting more and more skeptical. They are getting more and more aware. So we have to really bring the human element back into marketing because I feel like at least I think that sometimes or really often actually marketing has this negative um, association where it's like, oh my God, this is all about money and, you know, advertising is bad and blah. And I truly believe that honestly, if you use marketing and advertising for the wrong causes, then yes, it can be really detrimental. But if we can use marketing and advertising, well, not advertising because today we're going to talk about organic marketing but if we can use those strategies to build our personal brands to really you know get our messages out there then that is so powerful so what I want you to do as really a first step like let's say say you're just really honestly starting out to build your brand your business or you're quite new or you maybe want to rebrand I want you first off to leverage all the audience that you already have. And you're probably like, I don't have any audience. Well, you probably do because you probably have an Instagram. You probably have a Facebook. You might not use that right now for your business, but I really want you to start doing that. I don't like I wouldn't recommend to like spam your friends and family with like your business promotions all the time because that's probably not your target audience. But I am just saying that you never know really who is in your network and who could maybe use your services or be interested in really what you you have to offer right so I want you to go onto your Instagram onto your Facebook and put into your bio put into your description you know what you do who you help um, who you help with your services and just start to really brand yourself as you know a coach or as a consultant or as founder of or I don't really know right depends on what you do but start leveraging your personal network to start building your personal brand and you know really you know kind of getting used to seeing yourself as that person and I know people who started well I okay to be honest, like when I first started doing like social media, I started doing social media management. I got my first client through LinkedIn by me putting, you know, I don't know, social media manager, or whatever into my bio and then connecting with a lot of people. And then they would message me and be like, oh my God, like, yeah, I, I really like your profile, whatever, like, let's chat. And it is crazy how networking and referral marketing works in the beginning. And I know those are terms you're probably like, oh my God, no, I hate networking. I'm an introvert because I get you, girl, like, I am really not about networking either. But I think as a first step, it is great to start leveraging your personal network and to also 
you know, when you talk with people in real life, like tell them about your plans and just get the word out. And I know that this is super scary, especially when you are starting out. But I think this is just a great way to kind of kick off your journey of, you know, building your brand organically with really word of mouth, because <laughs> that is honestly the basic or the basic, yeah, the basic principle of organic marketing. It's that you are so great that people get obsessed with you and then they share your stuff, right? The best marketing is the marketing that other people do for you. It's not necessarily what you tell other people about yourself. It's what other people tell their friends about you. So you really have to figure out how can I carve out my own brand on the internet? How can I make myself a personal brand? And you guys know I love chatting about personal branding. I've done a complete exclusive personal branding training over in my resource library on my website, which I will link down below in the show notes. If you haven't downloaded that free like 45-minute training, what are you doing? Because it will definitely help you to figure out what makes you really unique as a person and how can you translate that into online? Because I know for a lot of people, it's difficult, like maybe in real life, they're really this persona and this this brand really, like they're already super unique and they have things, but then it's hard for them to translate that online. Um, so... Yeah, I want you to download that personal branding training if you haven't so if you haven't if you haven't yet. But anyway, I totally lost my train of thought here. And my first step really for organic marketing is to build a bold personal brand. Start building that, start using your um own, you know, personal networks that you already have. And that is a good, a really, really good way to kick off your traffic. The second tip for organic marketing, and that's kind of related to the personal branding it's to really dive deep and really think about your why and your story that is honestly something that so many businesses are not doing but I really believe it's the most important thing about a marketing strategy and about a message and about building a brand I don't know if you've ever heard about I think it's the golden circle by Simon Sinek or something but there's this really cool like YouTube video, Simon Sinek, and um, he's like a really big marketing person. He explains how people connect to brands not because of what they sell, but because why they sell it. And that's something that I talk about on my podcast so often. It's really not about what you do. It's who you are and why you're doing what you're doing. Because we connect with brands beca um, because of the promise that they give us, because of the reason they're doing what they're doing. And that goes like especially, especially that goes for like sustainable brands or brands who do something good for the bigger picture. That is also something I highly recommend you to incorporate into your brand. I mean, if you want to, that would obviously be awesome. If, I don't know, maybe you think about a charity that you donate like 10% of all of your profit to and you can then use that in your story and in your marketing as positive PR. Like that could totally be something you incorporate, but you don't even have to go that big. Like you can just talk about what is your vision for you know, the industry that you want to go into. Like, what are you bringing to the table? Why are you doing what you are doing? Like, literally, if I would ask you right now, okay, so 
you want to be social media manager. So why do you want to be that? Like, why is it a social media manager? So you could maybe ask, uh, sorry, you could maybe ask, you could maybe answer, um, yeah, because I really want to work location independently. I want to, you know, have my own income. I want to be independent. Okay, perfect. Then tell a story about that. Tell a story how you maybe grew up in that small town where you always felt like you didn't belong there. And then now you are really building your own life for yourself. So really what you are offering people with your social media management is not only that, you know, you are really great with marketing and creative things, but you really help people to save time so that they can also build their own freedom lifestyle, just how you are doing it right now. This is so much more powerful than you just saying, hi, I do social media management, hire me, and those, those are my programs, those are my packages. Like, your story is so important and we do not tell the story enough because it's not enough to just mention your story once and then forget about it like that's something I have to do so much more as well like I constantly have to repeat my story I think I'm doing a really great job at that um, on my YouTube but I could still incorporate my story of like being a small town girl and then moving abroad and you know starting my business as a student and really overcoming my limiting beliefs and all of that that's really part of my story I think it's about like marketing I learned that from Angie Lee marketing is so simple and marketing is always about repeating 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 because there is so much noise on the market already online right so you have to constantly repeat because otherwise people will not remember so really my second tip for organic marketing is to find out what is your story what is your why? And really thinking about how can I project that onto the bigger picture for the world? Because I truly believe that this is where the market is heading. The market is heading towards businesses who do good for the bigger picture. And I don't want you, honestly, I don't want you to only do that because you want to, you know, have good PR but to really think about like you have so much power as a brand and as a business, you can really move something. You can really create a ripple effect in society. And if you have that desire within you to do exactly that, then organic marketing, oh my God, like it's such a powerful tool. So I want you to think about it. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why? Why is it? Why are you so willing to do that? Why do you want to do it? Because not everyone wants to do what you are doing. We often think like, oh my God, like so many other people want to do that as well. Like who am I to do that? But we are all unique and we have to find that story and we have to communicate that as often as possible through a Facebook caption, through an Instagram story, through a Facebook live, through a YouTube video, podcast episode, over and over again. Share your story and people will relate to that. People will relate to it and it will be so refreshing to, for them to see, oh my God, someone is not, you know, pitching their products, but they're actually sharing a vulnerable story. And I know that the vulnerable aspect has kind of been a trend online right now where a lot of people are using that for drama purposes kind of to just get attention obviously I'm not talking about that I'm talking about you know that's actually something that I kind of when I write down like storytelling 
content, I always think about how would I tell um, a friend about that? And sometimes I even say it out loud and then I write it down exactly how I say it. I don't, you know, craft a super intense story and like I make it more dramatic than it has to be. I write how I would write to a friend. So that's a really important tip actually for... um, copywriting which I should totally do an updated episode on copywriting because copywriting is so incredibly important my third tip for organic marketing is to find your niche and you're probably like oh no not the niche talk again (laughs) because I mean actually I'm not like the typical marketing guru who tells you like you have to stay in your niche and you only have to do that but really with organic marketing When you first want to grow, you have to start with a market that has less competition. And obviously, the more niche you are, the less competition there is. I truly believe, though, that all your content does not have to be about your niche. I think it just has to be a recurring theme. So, for example, on my YouTube channel, really the niche that I am growing with is my study abroad particularly my study abroad in Scotland. However, I still talk about all the other things on my YouTube channel. I just make sure that like, I don't know, every second week there is a video about studying abroad so I can still really build my influence using that niche, levering that niche. But I still think that we are all multi-passionate and we have those interests, those passions for a reason. And if we build the personal brand that we are building, that's exactly why we're building the brand, right? So we can just express whatever we are interested in. So also for my business, I kind of am starting to become known as like a YouTube coach and as like the personal branding person like I don't know like whenever people ask me about stuff it's either about personal branding or YouTube so I feel like that's really my niche like personal branding on YouTube or YouTube and personal branding and being authentic on social media I don't know so I also feel like okay that's oh my god I'm all over the place today do you do you realize that I also have to say I didn't really prepare well for this podcast I just have like the eight tips and like all the other things that's coming out of my mouth is like just from my head but anyway um (laughs) oh man the weather is really nice outside today but anyway also I think with niche it's like super overwhelming to find your niche and I still I still don't know if this is like my niche forever, but I just think like if we take the pressure of finding a niche and like thinking, oh my God, we have to do that for the rest of our lives, just start with a niche that you know something about and that you are right now interested in and also choose a niche where you can really expand, right? Although I have to say like that in almost every niche you can really expand. Like let's say for me, YouTube coaching, personal branding, I can still like talk about business, mindset, entrepreneurship, spirituality, all of that, because that's kind of like my persona would be interested in that as well. And I truly believe that if we are interested in things, then other people are interested in that as well. Um, Because 
I don't know. I do, we just have to believe that as personal brands, that there is someone who takes us as a whole and not just, oh my God, if she starts talking about that right now, I'm going to unfollow her because I came to her brand for this. Like the ultimate goal of building a business and building a brand is that people fall in love with you and not what you have to say again like I feel like this is like such a theme right now in the in this episode like the how and why and who you are over the what because to be honest people can get advice and can get the tips they need and all of that for free on google Or they can just buy a book. Like they probably don't need your coaching, your consulting or your fancy products, your fancy services. Honestly, if they would just think about the what, there's always a much cheaper and easier way to get it, right? People will buy from you because of you. And that's so hard to grasp because we value ourselves very often on what we say, what we do, what we have achieved. And we don't let ourselves... We don't let ourselves just share and be proud of us and of who we are. And I'm getting really deep right now. Also a bit emotional because I don't know why. Like, I feel like I'm... Like, the, like my higher self is speaking through me right now. Because I, wow, where is this going right now? I don't even know, but I'm not going to stop. Um, but the, all of this marketing talk that I'm doing right now is great. And it's all tips and strategies that do work because they've worked for me and they've worked for my clients and they're working for so many other people. But in the end, the most differentiating thing be like between the people who are killing it and the people who are still stumbling and are not really seeing the results it's because the people who are successful they own who they truly are i have seen angie lee kara oaleva chris harder lori harder amanda bucci sahara rose i've seen all of them speak on stage it pays to be brave all of them are incredibly successful Because they do their own thing. So even right now, if you're listening to this podcast and you already feel super influenced by me, just take what you need out of this episode, but still do your thing. Because we can all really only succeed in our own path, in our own lane. And if you do not want to, you know, narrow down on a niche, You don't have to. You can find another way. I'm just saying that this is really a good strategy to start. And because this is this has really worked for me. And this is working for a lot of others. But I know that, you know, for example, like Kara Oweleva, like she is such a multi-passionate person. And like she is just sharing so many aspects of herself. And it's just really fascinating to me where like how she can just talk about so many things because people love her like people are obsessed with her way of life and all of that and I just totally got off topic here but I think with organic marketing the less competition you have in a niche the better it is to start so think about how can you be more specific in your message and in what you are offering my fourth tip for organic marketing and oh my god how we are already at like 
23 minutes. Great. I wanted to keep my episodes shorter, but definitely probably not. <laughs> my fourth tip for organic marketing is to be on searchable platforms. So, oh my God, I mean, I talk about this all the time. I don't think we have to go into depth a lot on this one. But what has really helped me to build my brand is YouTube. And that is why I teach other people to use YouTube for their brands. Because YouTube is just the most powerful platform to build your um, audience and your brand from scratch. Because you do have that searchable aspect. And I don't think on any other platform searchability works that well. I don't think it works that well on a podcast I don't think it works that well on Pinterest because I feel like what goes viral or like what takes off on Pinterest, it's always super random. And I mean, obviously on YouTube as well, you can't really guarantee anything. You can't guarantee anything at all in business or marketing anyway, like just saying that. But YouTube is really so powerful because you can create content that is there long term. It doesn't disappear. It stays on your channel. And it can be found over and over again over such a long period of time. And yeah, it's, it's great. So find your searchable platforms. As I said, there's YouTube, there's Pinterest, there is a podcast. You can also start a blog and be um, really good with SEO on Google. Although I know that that's quite, that's quite hard to rank on Google without paying for it. So I really believe so much in YouTube and also on Pinterest. But I think, I mean, sure, like Facebook and Instagram are great, but I see them really more as community engaging rather than community building and growing because there is not really a searchable aspect to YouTube. I mean, uh, Facebook, because do you go into... Sorry, my mom just came into my room and just um, interrupted me. <laughs> but do you actually go onto Facebook and like search something? I mean, if I do search something on Facebook, it's usually if I search for like restaurants or like events or something, but not for like tips or advice I mean I might do that in Facebook groups but usually if I look for advice I either go to Google or YouTube or Pinterest so think about where are you searching your advice because usually when we are starting a business starting a brand we are talking about something we have struggled with ourselves so we are actually our best guru when it comes to creating a marketing strategy and visibility strategy because we know like where would we look like where would our younger self look for advice on that topic and i would probably go onto youtube or onto pinterest so how would your younger self look for advice on what you are teaching right now and when it comes to Instagram I honestly Instagram is like hmm I think really the best way is to grow on Instagram although like to me right now Instagram is just really fun I'm not really trying to grow it I think the most beneficial way to grow on Instagram is really to network with people and to do like collaborations and shout outs and to link each other and really try to do that or to create content where people can like link their friends underneath your posts like do really shareable content 
I think that's how you can grow on Instagram. But still, when you want to start an audience from scratch, I believe in searchable platforms like YouTube and Pinterest and all of that stuff. So that's my fourth tip for organic marketing to look for searchable platforms. And you don't have to be be everywhere, I would say. For the beginning, um, do one searchable platform. And we will talk about more on that later. Or actually, let's talk about it now. So my fifth tip would be for organic marketing, and that's so important, is to obviously be consistent because only consistency will build your brand um, organically and for free because obviously (laughs) social media, like the platforms, want you to be on there. So it's important to show up consistently also for algorithm purposes, to really bond with your audience and to just be remembered and to have a space in people's minds so to be able to be consistent I definitely say to focus on two platforms so I would say one searchable platform like YouTube for example and then one audience engaging platform such as Instagram like you could say Instagram and YouTube would be your strategy or you could say Pinterest and I don't know, a Facebook group. I actually think like Instagram is really great. So you could say like Pinterest to link to your blog posts and then um, have an Instagram to talk about and to engage with your people because you always want a platform as well where people can like message you and you can really engage with them. You can get to know them. That's really what I hate so much about podcasting is that I don't know who is listening because... I can't really interact with you. Like if you don't reach out to me, like I don't know who is really listening because I only see you as numbers, which really, really sucks because I want to stalk you guys. <laughs> um, but I think to focus on two strategies and be really consistent there, it's just so beneficial and it's also the least overwhelming. And I think with time, you can really start incorporating more strategies and you know platforms as well but to me right now my two biggest platforms where I spend my most time and energy on is really my YouTube and also here the podcast I really want to grow the podcast again because it just really started to slow down like the growth really started to slow down because I haven't been putting enough effort into my podcast over the past few months but anyway (laughs) that's another episode um But to me right now, it's really YouTube and podcast and then Instagram and Facebook just to engage with the people who find me through my YouTube and through my podcast. So I have a Facebook group um, for all of my study abroad people from my YouTube and I interact with them in my Facebook group. And on Instagram, literally anyone can DM me. Like I always tell you guys, if you have any questions or anything, always DM me. I'm always answering. So I think having a good balance of audience engaging and audience growing platforms is just so important for organic marketing. Then the sixth tip for organic marketing, and that is, oh my God, that's so important. And I've already kind of talked about it, but it's to leverage other people's audiences. So there are already, (laughs) there are already a lot, a lot of people with great audiences, with great tribes. And I think if you can find a way to dabble into those audiences that is so beneficial and my favorite way of doing that is to do podcast interviews and also 
I don't do it anymore but when I was first starting to build my brand I was so active in Facebook groups because those are already audience that are existing so think about where our audience already existing that's also why I think a great way to grow on Instagram is to really connect with someone and then do like a shout out like you could I don't know talk I, I actually saw that uh Laurie Harder and Zahara Rose doing I think the other week where Laurie Harder went on to did like a Instagram story takeover on Zahara Rose's Instagram and vice versa so you could do that with someone or as I said if you have a podcast obviously do interviews you could do YouTube collaboration and here the thing is like obviously when you're first starting out and you have not really a lot of audience I think you first Honestly, you have to start building your audience by yourself. And then once you have a certain amount of people already in your tribe, you can then start to leverage other people's audiences because still there has to be a mutually, like it has to be a mutual benefit. But especially with podcast interviews, how I did it um, when I was first starting out, I would interview friends of mine and I would, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm still right now interviewing people that I have, you know, followed for a long time. I have started to build a relationship with them through, you know, commenting on their stuff and DMing with them, asking them questions, all of that stuff. And I'm slowly building up um, the people I interview because, for example, when I would now pitch like someone who has... 600,000 subscribers on YouTube or whatever, I can always say as a reference, yeah, I have interviewed Michelle B and I've interviewed Hannah Ashton and Natalie Barbu. And it's all about like kind of stepping up one step further. And that is how you grow. Like you can't expect if you just started your podcast that someone with like a million subscribers on YouTube will want to come onto your podcast because there is no benefit from them except if like you are friends with them and they're obviously like oh yeah like I would love to give like to do you that favor but I think really slowly starting to build on that with the goal you could only have like I honestly I have the goal in my mind I want to interview Kayla Nicholson on this podcast so putting it out into the universe right now um, but obviously for that I have to build my way slowly up so I was the first YouTuber I interviewed. I think the first YouTuber I interviewed was Erin May Henry because we already had built a connection through Instagram. Like she has seen my content that I posted in her Facebook group. So we started like DMing and all of that and building really a relationship. <clears throat> then I interviewed Hannah Ashton. Then I interviewed Natalie Barbu because she's actually friends with Hannah Ashton. And then I interviewed... Um, Michelle B and in that pitch actually I sent to Michelle B I was like oh yeah I've also interviewed Erin May Henry before which I know you've done a collaboration with so my listeners loved Erin May Henry so I'm sure they will love you as well and support you and then now um, I've pitched someone else and I was like yeah and I interviewed Michelle B maybe you know her it was amazing and I would love to do that with you as well and whatever so you're kind of building up your level of how big of an audience you can leverage like does that make sense I know that was super in depth right now but I really hope that makes sense um and that's how you can really uh score um podcast interviews and YouTube collabs and all of that stuff to start building your audience and to really skyrocket your audience growth um when you are doing organic marketing 
The seventh tip for organic marketing it is to take your people somewhere. And this is a tip, oh man, that I have to work on as well. So I'm talking all things email list and just capturing your people somewhere and not just having them on social media. I always think if social media would die, then I wouldn't have a business anyway anymore because <laughs> my business is about social media. Um, but I still get that you should capture your people in an email list so I started doing like my resource library and whatever to hopefully get some of you guys on my email list um maybe you could also do a Facebook group although also on there Facebook dies or Facebook group is gone so with organic marketing obviously because it's all free and you are not like targeting people specifically with ads you kind of want to capture them so I think email lists obviously is a way I don't know if there's any other way to really capture people because I oh, I know it's a bad mindset. I know I really just have to work on my mindset, but I'm just not about email marketing. <laughs> just, oh, I see so many people doing amazing things with email marketing. They are so great at it. Like my friend Tiasha Slana, like her email marketing strategies like on fleek. Um, but think about how can you take people somewhere. So what I'm doing, for example, is I take people from my YouTube who are interested specifically in my study abroad stuff. I take them over to Facebook in a Facebook group because that's a more tight-knit community. So you could also say, like from your podcast, create a Facebook group and then all of your podcast listeners can go into the Facebook community to interact with you more closely. So think about how can you take people from your social media to the next level to bond with them more that could also be to give them I don't know to have like a small offer for them like an ebook or a webinar somewhere where you take that connection one step further to more deepen your relationship with them so think about how can you take your people somewhere and then last but not least number eight tip number eight for organic marketing by the way if that what is oh my god what is wrong with me today if this episode has helped you so far has brought you any value at all despite all of my stumbles and the shit that i'm talking sometimes and that i'm going on to tangents a lot if this episode has given you any inspiration at all i would love if you could take a screenshot of it and share it on instagram because i just get so happy when i see people listening to my podcast and i know that it's not um just me wasting my time i i know i'm not wasting my time but you know what i mean it's just great to get feedback then that would be so cool if you could share that on your instagram story and link me at laura underscore langheinrich that would be so fun so yeah anyway tip number eight last but not least for organic marketing and that's kind of like a more mindset tip but it's to always always put your brand over business always audience building over money making always that's so important I've done the mistake as well where I was like selling, 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 trying to sell things, but I didn't even have the audience to sell to. You know what I mean? I think there's this notion where it's like, yeah, like you can start your business and whatever, but if you don't have an audience to sell to, how do you want to sell your stuff 
organically. I mean, you could always like, that's where paid ads come in. You can target people who are not in your audience to sell your products to, but then you have to pay. So I think if you want to sell, then you have to start building an audience that fits you and your company and your business and your product or whatever. And don't just sell something to a random audience that doesn't really connect with that because then you will just lose their trust in all honesty if it's not aligned. And people will, they will become uninterested because you first have to give a lot. You have to give a lot of energy before you can expect to receive online. So I know it's not easy, but wait, you just have to wait a bit and first start building your audience, first build audience, first give a lot of value. Like the most, you know, successful influencers and entrepreneurs are the ones who have given free content for years and years and years, which is something not everyone says and not a lot of people tell you. But so many entrepreneurs have done blogging for years before they even started their business, right? And that is how they gained the trust of people. And sure, if you are wanting to build your audience for your business, I know that's something else. But still, even there, it's so important that you always build your brand first and always prioritize that over your business. You always have to prioritize content creation and showing up, being visible, over selling things. Because if you don't have the audience, you can sell as much as you want, but it won't work. Like that's something where I think it's like, I don't agree with all of the coaching programs that are out there about like money mindset and like selling and all of that because honestly if you do not have the audience you can work on your sales strategies and funnels and mindset as often or as long as you want but it will not work because there is no one in your audience who wants to buy and that's just true and that is why all of those strategies that I shared with you in this episode for organic marketing are so important to do and do them right now start right now because you can never start building an audience early enough because your audience is your is your everything the most successful entrepreneurs like Angie Lee they're successful because they have an audience that is so strong so engaged She can do anything. She can sell anything because people are obsessed with her. People love her. And that is why also influencers are so incredibly successful with their products. Because they have built that relationship with their audience first. And then people were just like, oh my god, take my money. Like I want everything that you sell because they love them. And that's exactly what you want to create as well with your business. And that is really where I'm like, why is there such a negative association with influencers? Because influencers have influence, which entrepreneurs very often don't, because all they think about is how can I sell? And I know that's probably rough, but it's true. And I honestly 
the same sometimes. I sold to my Instagram audience for like months on my Instagram stories wondering why isn't that working? Not realizing that there isn't actually really a lot of people in my Instagram audience who are interested in that and that those people are on my podcast and they are on my Facebook. But I watched so many people who told like, oh my God, like sell using Instagram stories and sell using that. And this is how you can use Instagram to sell out your courses and your programs. That shit does not matter if there is no one in your Instagram audience who is willing to buy. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, Uh, I could get so like passionate about that. But do you know what I'm saying? Like all of that can only work if there are people in your audience already who are willing to buy, right? So that is why organic marketing, it's all about creating an audience, building up that influence so you can then sell your products, sell your services, make an influence, make an impact, right? But if there's no one in your audience... (laughs) It's not going to work. So my last tip is really to always prioritize brand over business and audience over money. So those were my eight tips about organic marketing. I will just recap real quick. First, build a bold personal brand. Second, think about your story and share your why. Third, find a niche. Fourth, be on searchable platforms. Fifth, Leverage someone else's audiences. Six, be consistent and focus on two strategies and be consistent on there. Seventh, take your people somewhere, capture them. Bring them to a place where you can interact, engage with them closer. That could be an email list, Facebook group, or whatever you can come up with. A low-end offer, I don't know, think about something. And eighth, realize that if you don't have an audience... No matter how much strategy, training, and money mindset you do, it will not work if you have no one to sell to. So you first have to build a brand before you can start selling things. You first have to engage your audience before you can make money. Because that's what organic marketing is all about. It's about building an audience that loves you for you and you can sell them all of your products and services and funnels without any ads because you just gave them so much that they're like, girl, I trust you and I want to give you my money, right? Because that's actually working. It actually does exist. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Again, if that brought you any value at all, I would love if you would share it with a friend, maybe with a biz bestie who's also wanting to build up their audience, her audience or anything or share it on your Instagram. I would just love that. And yeah, also let me know on Instagram any podcast requests you have. I would love that. And yeah, thanks so much for listening and you will hear from me in the next podcast episode. Bye.